This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. Greetings, faithful listeners, and welcome to the blowhole. We are back on Finsider Radio. I totally botched the intro because it's been so long <laughs> since we've been doing this podcast. But this is Finsider Radio. You are listening to the blowhole on the Finsider Radio Network. I think it's been six months since we last spoke. There's been a pandemic. I'm still in California. The state's on fire. Nothing, nothing makes sense. Nothing makes sense at all, but we're going to give it a shot. We're going to try and pretend like we know what to expect from this NFL season, which is probably going to be the most unpredictable on record. Welcome back, Rob. I missed you, man. Yeah, it's been way too long. How have you been? Not well. I mean, I'm, I, I guess things could always be worse. So I, I guess in that sense, I'm, I'm very, very fortunate. Well, I'm, it's good to hear your voice. It's good to be uh, casting again, and we're recording this Thursday night. You guys will probably get it on Friday. We are, right now, James and I are 20 minutes away from football being played, and that wasn't something we were very sure was going to happen. <laughs> That's true. That's one of the reasons why we kept pushing this off was uh, the unlikelihood of a season happening, but... I- I, you know, it's, it's been quite clear for some time that, that the season was happening and uh, they're going forward full steam ahead. So uh, the other sports seem to be uh, handling it pretty well with the empty stadiums. Um, we, we can touch on some of that stuff as well as we get further along. But how do you uh, are you optimistic that this NFL season will go off without a hitch? Do you foresee any uh, any stoppages of play? I, I, I think it, I think it's just going to go forward. I know the Dolphins are allowing uh, a 13,000 
uh, occupancy cap for the for the first game. Um, I think I, I believe it's changing week to week after that. Yeah, most most teams, I guess, depending where they are, most teams it seems like aren't having fans, but then there are a few that are going at their like twenty to twenty five percent capacity. It seems. Um, to me, I, I mean, it, it seems like you're pushing it to put fans in there. You're just asking for something something weird to happen that makes it, you know, that makes it seem like you maybe you should shut it down. But uh, but yeah, I, I, as far as going off without a hitch, I, I think they'll play all the way through. Um, there might be some weirdness. Some, I mean, there could be games delayed or or not played like if a team gets an outbreak and they can't you know and they can't don't they can't play like i don't know what's gonna happen there like fantasy's gonna be everything's gonna it's just gonna be it's gonna be uh it's gonna be interesting one thing is for certain this miami dolphin team is gonna be better than last year's miami dolphin team that team was terrible (laughs) that team was fun though it was fun it was fun i think this team is going to be a lot more uh, competitive out of the gate. I think they're, I think everybody's kind of in the same boat. Unlike us last year when we started the season was basically our preseason. Cause it was a whole new roster to start week one. And again, uh, it's our preseason. Nobody got a preseason. So, yeah. um, so that'll be interesting. So um, just a, a little, there's not a lot of uh, organization uh, for, for this first, for this first episode we're doing. Um, we're kind of just feeling it out, but we do, we are going to try and follow um, some kind of format moving forward. Um, so last year we had a big segment on the show that was called Pick Watch. Um, we're pretty confident that the the Dolphins aren't going to be in the running for the first pick in the draft this season. Uh, hopefully, so uh, we have maybe the Texans gone back, gone back to our first season where we did the um, we didn't really have a name for it, but it was our uh, our forecasting for how we we anticipated the Dolphins season to turn out. Um, so we're going to call that segment statistical forecasting because we're going to be doing such a poor job of, of forecasting how the Miami Dolphins are going to finish every quarter of the season. So, so we're bringing that back. We are keeping fantasy camp. Fantasy camp will stay fantasy and our camp. session will stay as well. So I forget Rob who won fantasy camp last year. That's funny. I don't think you forgot. Um, fantasy camp was won by you, James radio. And that's, uh, although I did score more points. In a rotisserie style, I was the rotisserie champion of Fantasy Camp. You won the week-to-week head-to-head matchups. Okay, but I did win, is what you're saying. You won the head-to-head matchups. I scored the most points. Yes. Way to uh, way to way to find <laughs> an excuse in there. That's good, Rob. I like it. Um, also, uh, I believe I won Pick'em last year as well. We don't have any record of that, but I think yeah, I think those all those records have been destroyed. <laughs> there, and although there won't be a pick watch this year, we will be keeping an, our eye on the Texans. We do have Absolutely. 100%, 100%. Especially so, if they're uh, if that Hopkins trade affects them greatly. I still think they'll be a good team, but if some something happens and they end up, you know, in a top 10, we'll be we'll be paying close closer attention to their games as the season goes on. Yeah. So I think I don't know if we did a draft recap or not. Um we did. We that, did. That was our last cast. Yeah. Okay. So I, I vaguely remember doing that. Right. I think we were pretty happy with the draft. The off season was, you know, leading up to to uh, to training camp, and and there was no preseason. So um, 
some some things happened along the way. Albert Wilson and Alan Hearns both declined to play this season, so uh, there's they were a little thinner at, at wide receiver, but that was one of the areas where they had actually have some depth. Um, they signed some guys that didn't end up making the final cut, so going into the season with uh, Devontae Parker, Preston Williams, um, Jaquim Grant, uh, Isaiah Ford, I believe, is actually the, uh, the number three on the depth chart. Um, and then they made the trade for the, uh, well, I think uh, the, the Raiders. Yeah. I think right. Malcolm Perry is fourth on the depth chart for whatever that means. Once you get that low, no, um, he'd be fifth. Cause Jackie Grant would be fourth. Wouldn't he? He's third. No, Ford is third. Oh, I forget. He exists. We have, I mean, we're going in, we're yeah. going in with seven wide receivers. I think Hollins is on the depth chart as well. I mean, Perry and, and the Bowden kid they just got are kind of They're wild could be cards, backs, yeah. could be wide receivers, but they also have Laird, Gaskin, Howard, and Brita, and Cox. So they they have a lot of – there's a, a lot of depth at, the, at the, the running back and wide receiver position. They have three tight ends, two quarterbacks. So Rosen was let go and then uh, and signed to the, Bucks, the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers practice squad. Um, were you surprised they didn't get anything for Rosen? Uh, no. He's not on an active roster, so nobody's trading for somebody to go on a practice squad. I'm, I'm just, I'm a little surprised given how he's not that far removed from being a top ten draft pick, and he hasn't really shown anything. You know, hasn't really shown, he hasn't shown anything great, but he hasn't. I don't know. He didn't look terrible to I, me I, last year. I, I think he's he's a he's a bit of a victim of circumstance, right? Being the 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 Cardinal year and the Dolphin year were just as bad as you can get with the, each with a team, the chance the team has a chance to get, you know, a generational player that they're going to, that almost everyone's going to jump at, you know, if you end up there, he didn't look, I mean, he didn't do anything while he was here to make us say, Oh, he's the future. But the, that, that offensive line was so bad that, you know, I don't know if, if anybody could have looked good behind that, you know, like, that was uh, now no yeah oh was no 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 this in. that dolphin team last year was the worst NFL team I've ever seen like st- like on on paper like just as from from like a depth per you know there were so many players on that team that did not belong in the NFL um, it was comprised almost entirely of practice squad guys I, the, the offensive line was the worst Hon- honestly have, have you ever seen it was, have you ever seen a team called the 2020 Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> This is true. They're going to give us a run, and we won five games, which is amazing. And we've we've talked about that so we were blue in the face last year. So um, excited for this season. I, I feel like they're going to be a lot more competitive. I do feel like they're going to surprise some people. Uh, we'll talk about that as we get further along in the show. I did want to touch one more thing on on the Rosen thing. I do feel like where he landed Perfect. is he's finally at a team like that that is set up for success, and where I could actually see him sliding into into in in for Brady when. Brady retires in a year or two and he gets a real shot and actually looks pretty good. Um, that would not surprise me at all. No, I, I would actually hope to see it. I'd like to see he is in a, other than maybe going to the chiefs, he's, you know, and backing up Mahomes, he's probably in the, in the second best position to be in for a young. Well, quarterback. Th- no, this is a better than that. Cause he's actually going to get a shot. Like in, in, in Kansas city, oh, he never true. get a chance. Well, I don't right. know. Oh, I don't know. You know, you wouldn't bench Mahomes for for to see what Rosen could do. Well, they already have the best quarterback in the NFL behind Mahomes. Matt remember? Moore. So, 
So I don't know what you're talking about. That's true. Um, outside of that, I mean, like we, we haven't seen this. I mean, we've had reports from practice. It sounds like Tua got off to a rock, rocky start, but then obviously showed enough for them to be comfortable letting Rosen go. Um, Fitzpatrick's going in as the starter. No real surprises on the depth chart. I saw a lot of people that were kind of up in arms about Smythe being ahead of Kaseki, but I think on the depth chart last year, Smythe was ahead of him anyway. Like he's the blocking tight end. Like he, he's the guy that starts in like the base formation. Same and thing with Howard. Gailey's the- not famous for using tight ends, but I have a feeling. You, I know you just said we're deep at wide receiver, but the the talent we're not as deep. You know, we Hearns, even Hearns and and Wilson are be- much better than the guys you mentioned beforehand. So after you know and. You know, after and Preston Williams is still unproven as great as he was while he played. We don't really know. So other than Parker, you know, they're good. I like Grant. I love Grant and 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 uh, Preston. Um, no, I don't love Ford for some reason. I just I always forget he's on the team. Um, <laughs> but but I'm saying, but I I, I could see Gesicki be line, you know, even lining up out, you know, more in the slot than on the. I mean, he did that a lot last year. I I could see that happening this year. It's not a Gailey trait, is what I mean. And he's not known as a tight end guy, but I think he's smart enough to know that, you know, you have to use him with this roster. I'm excited to see what this offense looks like. I'm excited to see if it's, you know, much different from last year's, um, you know, O'Shea offense. I mean, which really at the beginning of the year was. So the the one thing I would have liked, no complaints, right? This is still, this year is really like an appetizer. This team is set up to go for next year, you know, to, to like yeah. compete next year. So whatever they do this year is, is kind of gravy. Um, but I would have liked the offensive line to have been improved a little more, maybe even more than some of the defensive players they added. And, you know, like I would have rather a year of that, of an offensive line gelling and getting better. I mean, they still can do that. We still have an off season to do that. And the offensive line is better than it was last year, but as I, and without preseason, I have no idea, but I don't feel like it's where we're going to need it to be. Camp notes seem to suggest that that Austin Jackson was a steal at where they got him. They seem to be very happy with him at left tackle. Uh, Kindley is the other uh, one of the other or the other rookie that is starting um, at right guard. Uh, they got him in the fourth round. Yeah, he's starting uh, starting ahead of the guy we got we uh, went got in the second another guard that we took earlier. And, Apparently and he's Dieter, who is now the backup center, uh, who was a third round pick last year. So um, they have a they have a lot of um, uh, a lot of a lot of players that they drafted and a lot of young capital that they put into the offensive line. It'll be interesting to see how they a how pre- they gel together and, and play as a unit. And a preseason uh, would have been kind of helpful. This is the only the only holdover from last year. All, all other than that, it's a completely new offensive line. Yeah, it's just the kind of thing a, a preseason might have helped. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so <laughs> absolutely. So I have a question for you. I didn't actually even give uh, ahead of time. I didn't give you the heads up that this was coming. What's your prediction for Tua starts? It's per saying, let's say Fitz is not injured, how many Tua starts do you predict? Um, let me ask you. Oh, and what do you predict? And what do you want to see? So. I'm going to predict one because I, I feel like the Dolphins are actually going to be in it for the season. And I, I think that Fitzpatrick's not going to get hurt. And I think he's going to play well. Um, so, so as far as starts go, he'll probably maybe the last week of the season, either once they have, however, they're going to, however, they're going to land wrapped up, either they have 
made it to the playoffs or they're out of the playoffs, that will be the that would be the start that he would get. Um, what I would like to see um, is zero starts because I would like to see Fitzpatrick lead us to the playoffs and, and get us in and have a nice nice run to the Super Bowl. That that's what I would like to see. Well, um, oh yeah, well yeah. Do you mean so Fitzpatrick can retire as a Super Bowl champ and then it, and then two? Yeah, that'd be over. great. That that would be that would be amazing. Um, but you know, <laughs> in in reality, I, I see you know most likely one, barring injury, obviously, which I'm not going to you know can't can't prognosticate about that. But uh, yeah, I think I think one. I, I think one at the end of the last week of the season is where I, I think that happens. Interesting. So we're kind of on the How same. About you? What, what do you think, Rob? We're kind of on the same page as because, and I I know there was there was a story out that you know the that said the Dolphins would prefer to just redshirt Tua this year and let him learn, and I know that's not a fan favorite. Fans want to see him out there, right? There's there's fans that want to see him start week one, you know, or wait till after the bye. I personally I believe it's helpful, especially if a team's not great, to sit a year and learn the Mahomes style. You know, there's 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 rarely, you know, nobody's coming in in their rookie yeah, year. And I agree. And he's still, and this, he, he was on the injury report today. I don't know if you saw I that. I did see so, that. Yeah. So he's, so, I mean, they can say he's healthy and he's fully practicing, which he is, um, you know, but he's still showing up on the injury report for the hip. So that means he's receiving some kind of treatment still. So there's no rush here. Like, like, like you said, this season is gravy. So, um, let him learn under Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick knows the offense. He's, he's worked with, with Gailey before. Um, you know, and, and I think this is a good team. I think Fitzpatrick's a good quarterback. I think they're going to be competitive. Um, and I, I think they're actually going to win a decent amount of games. I, I, you know, and they might compete for a playoff spot. So I think the earliest we see him is, is late in the season, probably for, for one game. I, and I agree. I actually agree with that pretty much all the way through, but there is that part of me that wants to see. Like you said, there's no rush. I want to see. Though his I mean, what what would you you say to his strongest trait is? I mean, accuracy is what, you know, comes up on his sheet, you know, when you're looking at at strengths and minuses. He has that accuracy. And I'm just I just I, w- I want to have an accurate quarterback. <laughs> How many years during those Tannehill years where you're like you only get so many times where that guy gets wide open and Tannehill would overthrow him? Like you don't it it's not Madden. You don't get to just run that play four times and then punt if it doesn't work or get a touchdown. Like you only he's that guy's only going to be running behind him once or twice a game. And to know that when that happens, that ball is going to drop into his hands like a basket and be a touchdown. Oh my god, I can't wait to see that. <laughs> yes, I'm excited to see him. Uh, I don't. I, I like I said. I feel like we're probably not going to see much of him this year, and, I, and I'm fine with it. So I, I think we're going to do a lot of uh, evaluating of that young offensive line that we have, so and uh, probably some of the young players that we have on defense as well. So um, I do expect a big jump from this team uh, on the defensive side of the ball. Um, so uh, with that, it's a nice segue into our statistical forecasting that I think we wanted to do for the opening segment. Yes. I do want to say I want to apologize to all the, the, the listeners who are hearing us for the first time and, and think we're complete idiots because they want to see Tua right away. I get it. I feel you guys, but uh, we're okay with him sitting. I know you're yelling at your phones and your tablet devices that we're morons, and you're not wrong. I, I, but I think there's a pretty good sentiment. Like A lot of people are pretty, pretty happy with Fitzpatrick. 
at least from what I've seen on the internets. Well, everybody loves Fitzpatrick. I mean, he's, he's yeah. How do you how do you hate that guy? He's a guy. He's he must be loved. Yeah. So do you want to do you want to ex- explain statistical forecasting to our audience since it is uh, it is your baby? I would love to. So what we do for statistical forecasting is we we kind of, we give a uh, a a chance a percentage uh, out of a, you know like a forty percent chance. We look at each game and we like to look at it quarterly. And when we look at a game like like let's say this first week we look at we're playing the Pats in Foxborough, and we would say do you know we never it's never a hundred percent chance you're going to win or a zero percent chance you're going to win because anything can happen but it could be uh you know is it a 20 percent chance you're going to win or an 80 percent chance so so we do that for each game and then add up those wins so if you have two games that are each a 50 percent chance of a win you're assuming you're winning one and losing the other you know and that would average out to one win over those two games and we look at that and then and that's how we come up with our what we think is the most likely outcome for the, the team total wins. And then I also like to look quarterly when you just look at a slate of games and say like, all right, best chance. And again, I'll, I'll just do a little foreshadowing here. So you got the Pat, we're playing the Pats on the road, Bills at home, Jags on the road, Seahawks at home. Like, I don't see us winning all four of those, but the Pats, Pats, Seahawks, like, you know, those are probably going to, you know, splitting those best chances coming out three and one. And I don't see losing to the Jags or the Bills, like winning one of those games, even though I know a lot of people think the Bills are better. But I so so I feel like we have the best chance of being three and one worst chance of being one and three going into for the first four games. So I would say to you, James, what is your percentage of you think? the chance of winning in Foxborough this week. So I'm going to give us a 60% chance of winning in Foxborough this week. Oh, look at you. I actually went, I went 40. I, I actually, I, saw. I actually think the Pats are going to win the division. I, I'm not a believer in that. The bill, the bill. I, I agree with that, but they, they traditionally start poor. They had no preseason and this is the very first game yeah. for Camp Newton and, and that, and that team. And they didn't get to do, I mean, they, they traditionally treat the first four weeks of the season as their preseason anyway. That's true. Uh, so, I mean, we're all kind of in that boat, but I feel like the Dolphins have actually, uh, they're they're more gelled given that uh, they have a little bit of uh, consistency at the quarterback position. That's fair. Although I would say a new coordinator versus a new... Not for not for, not for Gailey. Like, well, or not for, not for <laughs> I, mean, Patrick, I mean, I know, but it's new for everybody else who has to know where to go. But I get it. And that's fair. Um so what would you say? So then when we do our home opener uh, with the Bills, where do you that have That would us? give us a 40% chance of winning. Okay. And I, I said 50% chance at that. I think just because it's home, but I'm not arguing. I mean, these are cl- very close. So this is a fun one. Then we go to Jacksonville. 80% chance of winning. All right. We're agreement there. We should that, – that team – I mean, there's guys on that team I like, but that team is bad right now. Yeah, and Seahawks, I'll give us, I want to say 20%, but given that they're crossing the country and it's probably going to be really hot, I'll give us a 30% chance of winning that game. All right, so we we actually were pretty close. Your, yours, yours is, we're basically both saying we're going to probably go two and two. 
in this in this uh, first quarter of the season. Yep, optimistic would be three. Right. So you agree? Like best best case scenario is three. Worst case scenario is just beating the Jags. Like you can't see us going zero and four. Correct. Yes. 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 All right. So we're All right, so the next quadrant. We have the 49ers on the road, the Broncos on the road, and then the Chargers and the Rams at home. Correct. So 49ers on the road, I give us a 20% chance of winning. I agree. At the Broncos, I give us a, I'll say 40% chance of winning. Okay. I went 50, but no, not too many Chargers arguments. At home, a 70% chance of winning. I agree, although I don't think the Chargers are going to be as bad as people think. I think the, no, I don't the Derwin James the Derwin James thing hurts probably more than than the quarterback situation, uh, you know, because their defense was going to drive them. Um, and then the Rams. So I don't know what to make. I I, I actually I put this at fifty percent. I think the Rams now, but now I feel the Rams are going to be better than people think. I think they're going to kind of be back to a to you know to a better team, one of the better teams. I do not. I'm going to give us a 60% chance. Of right. I think the Rams are, I think with the salary cap constraints that they've been in and the players that they've lost. And, you know, I feel like that team when they were, when they were humming was because of how just insanely good Todd Gurley was. Right. Um, I think off is a, is a good quarterback. Um, but I mean, they, they don't have, you know, they have two wide receivers now instead of the three. They had they had a healthy Brandon Cooks as well. That was part of that really good Rams team. Um, the offensive line is older. The they defense the, isn't as good. The two tight ends set though. Like I think McVeigh got pretty pretty. He got he was pretty interesting with Higby there and uh, and and added with with uh, who is it Everett or their their other tight end. I mean I I don't I, think they're going to be bad. I just don't, right. I don't think we're going to see like a thirteen and three Rams team again. I think I mean I think they, they're probably closer to, to what we saw last year, which gotcha. is like an eight and eight. Like I think that's probably what we're going to see without the Todd Gurley driving the bus for them. So out of those four games, what's your best and worst case scenario? Best out of those four is two. Okay, you agree with that? Yep. And do you see a do you see a scenario? I actually see, no, I'm, I'm going to say one. Okay. I, I don't think there's I don't I don't see a scenario where they go on four there. All right, I did put it. I put it in. I mean, I could see a path of where we lose each of those. That's now that's the fully pessimistic. Everything goes wrong. Again, we both we both. Where's come the optimist? Where's well, optimist prime? That's when you're in the pessimistic column. You can't be the optimist. All right. <laughs> so then the next quadrant we have the Cardinals on the road. Jets at home and then Jets on the road. Oh yeah, that, that's that weird. The bye week is in between. Oh, yeah, a bye in between. So Jets, Jets, and then Bengals. Oh, this is a good quarter. Yeah, <laughs> yes <laughs> so, it is. Cards on the road. I'm going to give us a 50 percent chance of winning because I think the Cardinals are pretty good. Yeah, I put 50 also, and honestly, I think if the Cardinals do what they what I think they can do, um, this this may be something I lower later. Jets at home, eighty percent. All right. Jets on the road, sixty percent. Oddly enough, I put seventy percent for both. I didn't even change. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, that's true. I'm, I'm still thinking there's actually going to be like home field advantages and right. stuff. Um, all right. So Bengals, uh, I'll give that, that's at home. I mean, there's something to be said for for not having to travel. So um, I'll give them. A, I'll give the Bengals. Uh, I'll give us a seventy percent chance of winning that game. Okay, so we're, yep, 
Best case scenario, I, I see four and zero in this quadrant. Worst case scenario, two and two. All right, so we're agreed there. I also said the four and zero and the two and two. Um, All right. So the last quadrant looks hard. <laughs> Pats at home. Raiders on the road. Bills on the road. Okay. Chiefs at home. Twenty percent chance. All right. I actually went ten, and that's rare. Yeah, I mean, I would say 10, but I'll give us 20 because, again, means something. Right. Um, Pat's at home. Uh, I I gave us 50 percent in the or 60 percent in the opener. I'll give us a 50 percent chance in this one. All right. Uh, Raiders on the road. I'm going to say I'm going to give us a 50 percent chance. That Raiders team might be pretty good. Well, we'll know halfway through the season if they are or not. And then the Bills. Yeah, exactly. Then and Bills on the road in December. Bills yeah. are probably going to be going for a playoff spot. We might be as well. Like I said, um, I'll give us a I'll give us a forty percent chance of that one. All right. Pretty pretty similar, Rob. It looks like it is. And what is your best yeah. and worst case for for that Chiefs, Pats, Raiders, Bills? Best. Best is two. Yeah, I actually, I just looked. I I put three, but I think I need to cut that down to two. Best is two. Worst is I could see. I this one I could see zero and four. All right. So what do we got? It looks like I'm I'm at around eight, like realistically based off the probabilities. Yeah, Best case eight point two versus my eight, so that still puts us in like we, you know, the team feels like an eight and eight team, which is in the hunt, you know, because bount you could eight and eight teams sometimes win ten games, right? <laughs> like with lucky bounces. And yeah, stuff. no, of course, there's margin of error here. So your and your best case is twelve. My best case is eleven. Your worst case is three, and my worst case is four. So at worst, this is a four and twelve team. So maybe we should be thinking about pick watch. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, that doesn't mean it doesn't come back. Exactly. All right, I think we went a little bit over on time for the first half. Uh, I think they'll cut us some slack since this is our first time back in a while. But uh, we will be back in a matter of moments. Please stay tuned. This is advertiser content brought to you by Frito Lay. Hello, I'm Chip Murphy, here to get you ready for the big tournament. Tonight we'll break down, we break down who will be cutting, cut! What are you two doing? Sorry, Chip, Prez here got his feathers ruffled when I told him Ruffles has zero chance of winning the title. And I was letting Dip know that she is not taking into account Ruffles' iconic ridges. Guys, it's March, we have to start talking about the tournament. We are... It is the 2023 Frito-Lay Snack-It. We're talking about big-time matchups between Cheetos, Smart Food, Lay's, Sun Chips, and more. Just head to the Frito-Lay Snack Bracket and vote for your favorite chip, pretzel, or dip for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. This sounds great. Keep up the good work. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends 4-3-2023. Void wherever hit Here's worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. And we're back. Um, so before we get into our picks around the league, I do want to talk a little bit more in depth about this trip up to Foxborough. So there will be no fans in the stands up there, correct? That is correct. Okay, so it's going to be in an empty stadium. 
boy, it's really going to feel like a, like a practice for them. I mean, they, there was no preseason. Um, oh, I don't think you understand. They're going to have this crowd sound is on a speaker. So it's going to sound like there's people there. No, I've been I've been watching the other sports. It actually like watching on TV. Like actually, I don't know if I don't know if you've been watching. I've watched all of it just because I've been so bored. Um, I feel like the NBA has done the best job, um, at least from like a like a a TV watching perspective. Um, NHL didn't really try to make it look like there was anyone in the stands, um, but the the sounds they piped in help. I don't. Uh, I don't want baseball. them to. To be honest, it, it's a weird. I want to embrace the weirdness. I want to hear the guys Nothing. talking to each other. I want to hear. I want. I want to hear what just what a practice sounds like. I want to hear guys cursing. I want to hear a guy. You know. I want to hear when they spit in each other's face and then know why. I, I can respect suspended. that, but I'm. I'm actually like I said. I'm. I'm enjoying. I'm enjoying the end product. So I'm. I'm not going to complain. I, I will uh, say the, the sound. The like the crowd sounds. They, they, whoever's like putting in the cheers and the boos and the oohs and the ahs, like I don't. If you're not thinking about it, you don't notice that it's not real. No, they're doing a, a yeah. wonderful job of that. Yeah, and that's like pretty much all of the sports: baseball and the radio. Like, listen, yeah. like every, no matter what what I'm watching or listening to, it does it it does look pretty. It does, sounds pretty seamless. It feels good. Yeah, so it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see on TV for sure. Because there are there, they do so many crowd shots typically on these NFL games. So are you are you going out to watch it anywhere? Or are you uh, staying staying inside? I'm going to stay inside. This one's on the on the going to be on the CBS. We got the uh, we got the A game. We got uh, Romo is uh, I saw I saw it. that. I mean so, the, Pat, um, so the Pats have our, Romo. <laughs> yeah. So so the, the the COVID numbers here in San Fran- in San Francisco are are um, lower. Obviously, we're having some problems with the. Uh, <laughs> with the fires right now. Um, but as far as I can tell, the Miami Dolphins bar here is, is going to be open, but not letting people inside. So they're going to have, uh, the, uh, you know, out- outdoor seating. Um, so our, our Miami Dolphin fan group is actually going to be outside, um, you know, with masks watching the game. So, so I, I might actually go there on Sunday to check it out or I might stay at home. I don't know. I got the ticket. So, so the, we'll the, the, the place here in St. Pete, they're not allowing people to sit at the bar which is where most yep. where we usually congregate. So again, you could sit at a table, but you can't have a big group. The tables don't have as good of a view. So the folks that we used to usually watch with are all going to one person's house. Um, but I don't I think I think I just need to, I think I just need to soak in I don't want a crowd. I want I want screens and red zone and I just want to yep. revel in my own filth and NFL. Yeah, totally understand. Cool. So I guess I, I really have, I mean, I, we are going to make some kind of pick here in this game, but <laughs> I mean, I have, I, I really have no idea what to expect. I'm just as, as anxious as anybody else to, uh, to watch this and, and see um, what I'm really looking forward to seeing is the offensive line and the, uh, the new defense. Those are the things that I'm, I'm really interested in, in like watching and, and seeing how this team looks. I think we'll get a, pretty good indication of I don't think it's going to be an indication of how the season's going to go because it's literally like a practice for, it's like the practice run for this team um but those are the I, once we start getting into like week three week four I think you know watching how the offensive line and how the defense is playing probably be pretty good indicators of how this season is going to go yeah I do want to see I would, I'd like to see how this defensive scheme works with talent you know, yeah. if we if we get pressure, if we get to you know do some confusing lineups and maybe get a couple of free runners at Cam, 
Um, I know they're all everyone's just about questionable in the secondary, but but want to see uh, but Jones and Howard want to see those guys out there like doing what they do. Yeah, they're both healthy for for the most part, and the starting safeties are going to be McCain and Rowe. I'm sure they're going to be doing some weird formations with with all the you know different corners that they picked up. The uh, the rookie, I'm not even going to try to pronounce his last name right now, and uh, and uh, Nick Needham from last year um, as well. Um, so they should be the secondary should be it should be interesting to see those formations. Um, one thing we didn't touch on in the offseason recap that I did want to mention was uh, the the Raekwon McMorris trade. Just, you uh, just made me think of it. I was just going to ask you to circle back to that. Yeah. So so with with him gone, I was reading and I've been reading the uh, uh, the SI articles uh, out of the out of camp a lot, and it seems like they are very. They said the best player in camp was Elandon Roberts, the guy who's playing middle linebacker, who's playing the position that Raekwon was playing before. Right. Uh, so they said he's played with the like the best the best player on either side of the ball. They said the energy that he brings, the knowledge of the defense, and his fit in, in this scheme apparently is perfect. So and he came from New England also, didn't he? He did. He was a backup middle linebacker. He scored a touchdown against us in that game. They had him lined up at fullback. Right, right. And he caught a pass from Brady out of the backfield, I believe, on a fourth down play, um, and scored. So. Uh, so a good athlete, uh, apparently Brian Flores thinks very highly of him and, uh, yeah, he's going to be a, a key, a key part of this defense. So I'm interested to see him play specifically, um, supposed to be a very good, a good defender against the run. Um, I mean, McMillan was our best player last year in, in that aspect from a, from a linebacking perspective. I, I was so. surprised, not really following like that, you, you know, in camp, maybe they weren't thrilled with him, but I was surprised mostly because in Madden, you know, I, with him and Baker, I can destroy teams. <laughs> Yeah, no, he, I liked McMillan. Um, you know, I, I think I, I think the Roberts uh, kid fits more into the system from from what I've heard. So so they're excited about that. So, so your linebackers, they should be some some pretty cool alignments that we're going to see. I mean, it would be him and Baker on the inside, and then uh, they have Lawson uh, on the depth chart as an outside linebacker along with Van Noy, um, and then they have they still have Equivon and uh, Van Ginkle. Uh, Beagle is out for the year. He was uh, one of the, the better outside linebackers for the team last year. Um, so it should be interesting to see the uh, the rotations that they that they roll out there from the linebacking perspective, and then uh, you know you have Wilkins, uh, Ogba, and um, uh, Godchow up front should be the starters, and then there there'll probably be some rotation with the rookies. Um, the uh, we 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 had two Raekwons. now there's there's only one Raekwon left. So um, the uh, the Raekwon Davis, the rookie from uh, from Alabama. And uh, Jason Strawbridge, uh, the uh, rookie from North Carolina, we should be getting some some rotation on the defensive line as well. So lots of new faces on defense. Um, I'm very, very interested to see how the scheme works. So that's basically what I'm going to be looking at the most on Sunday. My prediction, and I have absolutely no idea. I did give the Dolphins a 60% chance of winning. I'm going to say Miami 24, New England 17. Nice. So you don't need those six and a half points that the Dolphins are getting. You think they're going to win by seven. That's that's the prediction. What about you, my friend? Um, I definitely am taking the Dolphins, and I'm taking those six and a half points. Um, I think they might need them, but I am. But I will predict. I will predict a win for the Dolphins, just because, you know, other than maybe the Chiefs, I'm going to be. I'm I'm going to be picking them to cover most weeks. Um, but yeah, I'm with you. I think they, I think they can, I think it'll be a close one. Um, and I, and, uh, I'm just going with it. Let's go. Let's be optimistic. Let's say, let's say we win. 
Let's actually, let's say we already won. Let's just update all the websites, all the standings. Let's just press it one and <laughs> What was your prediction? What was your score prediction again? I did not come up with one, but I'm going to say 3128. 30 Wow, oh, high scoring. All yes. right. I, there might be some defensive scorings in these games as well. Okay. Sounds good. All right, I like it. I would love to see that. All right, let's go let's go up to the top and go through the rest of the NFL games for week 1 where no one has any idea what's going on. So this evening uh, I guess this game has this game already started. It apparently. has started. The uh, Texans went three and out, and the uh, Chiefs just got a first down. Okay, and the Chiefs were favored by nine and a half to start, correct? Yes. So I will. Uh, I I feel like that's high, but I'll, I'll take. I'm taking Actually, the Chiefs. I'll, I'll take the Chiefs. You? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Uh, next game is Bears at Lions. Uh, the spread, the Lions are favored by three, which is basically a pick them on a neutral site, which this pretty much is. What? Uh, and again, let's not get married to that because we don't know. And I don't know. I don't think Vegas knows yet either. But we don't know if three, if home field is worth three points as the season goes on. Correct. Correct. So I like the Lions. I think the Bears are going to be a dumpster fire this year. I actually, I actually, am a, I'm a believer in the Lions. I'm one of those people that believes they have a shot at that division. I don't think they will, but I think they got a better shot than most people do. I, Matthew Stafford was a late round uh, target for me in most of my fantasy leagues. I think I only got him in one, but uh, I, I think they're going to be, they're going to surprise people. They, they they're still going to. Have uh, what's his name? Matt Patricia still gonna shoot himself in the foot, but I I think yeah. the team's decent. So yeah, we agree hey, on that. City, Kansas City already scored. Who got it? Oh, I don't know. I just saw it on the on the screen that you're showing. Oh wow! All right, so um, Cleveland at Baltimore. Baltimore favored by seven and a half. I like the Ravens. Rob, I I'm going to. St- I don't know if this is one I'll put against us, but I'm going to take the Browns only because the Browns played them really tough. They were like, they, they did. They played them tough both times last year. It's that divisional thing. It's just the seven and a half. I probably gun to my head. I'd probably go with the Ravens, but right now I'm 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 taking the Browns because I want to be. I'm being frisky. Packers at Vikings. Vikings by two and a half. Uh, I will take the Vikings here. Uh, that's yeah. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Green Bay. Okay. All right. So here's one. All right. So you got the Packers. I got the Vikings. Um, we'll use that Browns Baltimore one if we don't get any other ones. All right. So what what's your uh, what was the spread in that you're getting? You you got the Vikes. Two and a half, two and a half. I'm giving you two and a half. So your Vikes minus two point five. Yep. I put your pick in there, and then I know I'm going against that. All right. All right, so Indianapolis at Jacksonville, uh, seven and a half. For yeah, Indianapolis. you can make that. Uh, you can make that seventeen and a half, and I'm still taking the Colts. Yeah, yeah, Colts. Uh, Vegas at Carolina. That's so weird. Vegas. Uh, um, <laughs> what? Vegas favored by three. I guess they don't have faith in uh, Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, I'll take the. I'll take the Raiders here. Yeah, I'm, I'm with it. I'm with you. I'm with you. We already did our Dolphins. All right, so Jets at Bills. Bills by six and a half. Yeah, give me the Bills. I, I wouldn't be surprised if this is a field goal game, but I'm not 
not picking Gase, you know, unless I really, <laughs> really have to. All right. Eagles favored by five and a half on the road at Washington football team. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's just right. looks, it looks, that looks weirder than Las Vegas. Just the fact that it's just, it's really funny. So for our listeners, so Rob's football, Rob's fantasy team name and our fantasy league was, was football team for, was it one season or two? It was seasons? just the first season. It's actually Yahoo's default and I didn't change it. Oh, so I, I thought you actually picked that. No, name. it's Yahoo defaulted it to football team. And I'm like, that's great. I'm going to be football team. <laughs> They stole they stole they stole Yahoo's naming engine. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Snyder probably played fantasy for his first time. Oh god. Um yeah, I like the Eagles. I think that the football team is a, although I do like Ron Rivera, but I, I, I think this this football team isn't going to be as terrible as people think, but they i I'm not sold on Haskins and they're still, you know, it's a new everything. I mean their defense is for they you know what they got they got young and sweat now. That's that's a, they got some young sweat on that line. That's gonna be <laughs> that's gonna be formidable. So but I'm uh, taking the Eagles. I'm not gonna touch that one. I will, uh, I'm taking the Eagles here. Are you you taking the football team or the I, Eagles? No, I'll take the Eagles for now. Okay. I'm sure we'll find something Seattle at Atlanta. Seattle favored by a point and a half. I actually give me the Falcons here. Damn uh, you! I, See, I was I like both of these teams actually, but I yeah. think the Falcons. This is this is going to be. I think the Falcons are going to bounce back and be pretty good this year. I think the Seahawks are going to be a very tough football team this year. I just think the Falcons win this game. Yeah, and it's one and a half. It's practically a pick 'em. Yeah, it's a pick 'em for the most part. Um, Los Angeles Chargers at Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, Bengals getting three at home. Give me the Bengals. I'll take the Chargers on this one. All right, so I got the Bengals plus three. That's all right. So that's another. That's our second one. And I know I made so the. I took three, the, Vikings minus two and a half. Those are that's that's what I got so far. All right, yep. what's the next on the pick'em list? Is the Arizona Cardinals at the San Francisco 49ers. San Francisco favored by seven and a half. Uh, I know there will be no fans in the stadium but I still think the 49ers win. I feel like seven is high. So I feel like seven's a little high there, um, but I do think the 49ers are going to win. I don't think they cover. Rob, what about you? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm torn because I really, I want to love this Cardinals team, but, you know, they still, I like, I love the Isaiah Simmons that they drafted, but I don't know if he's, you know, going to turn their defense into a good defense. Um, right. And I know they did, they did beat them once last year with that Kenyon Drake ran all over them. Like after being on the team for three days, um, they, they actually didn't win. They, they, the 49ers won both of those games. Oh, they but did. Okay. I, I just remember the Kenyon Drake game. I assumed it was a win. Um, I would, I, I would probably lay the seven with the 49ers. Okay, well, that could be our our third. Then I'll take the Cardinals and the, and the points. Look at you, Homer. Oh no, you're going against your Homer. I'm going against them. I mean, I think they're going to win. I just yeah, uh, I, I, I feel you. like seven's too high. So you're going cards and that's plus seven. Plus seven. So, uh, so you don't you think you don't think uh, Houston's going to miss? You think Houston's going to miss the Andre Hopkins then? <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> so I, I, they're, they're not going to be the same offense. David Johnson might be pretty good, though. He, he might, he might, he might actually score the first touchdown of the year. So, tr- truth be told, we had I had a little internet glitch. You probably 
heard uh, one of James's words cut off. So we watched the game. Um, I drank tequila. I fixed my internet. So it is now long. <laughs> the The game is over, and we just uh, time warped ahead a couple of hours. Yes, the uh, the Houston Houston's offense looked terrible, but David Johnson actually looked pretty good. He did look good. Yeah, uh, Brandon Cooks did not. Um, so in the be- was- he actually looked okay in the beginning. He made a couple of plays, but they don't they don't just they don't have. I mean, Hopkins is a he's he, there's not many he's a generational like talent. Him. Yeah, he's like he's always open, even if he's triple teamed and uh, correct. I, actually, I, I thought that guy Aikens looked pretty decent. Like, as far as somebody to use, you know, somebody who can make a third down catch or something, or, or make something happen if full, if you yes. still have Fuller stretching the field and stuff. Like, but let's not turn this into a recap of uh. the Thursday football game. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the next on the list that we have is the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the New Orleans Saints. Tampa Bay getting three and a half. I, I kind of like Tampa Bay this year. <laughs> I, I kind of, and I'm kind of low on the Saints. I just think Breeze is, is old, and I know Brady's old too. But. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say, but yeah, I don't want to go with the old quarterback. I want to go with the <laughs> older quarterback. I mean, I know Brady's old too. I I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I think the Bucks are pretty good. I, I think the Saints probably win the game. I wouldn't be betting on the Bucks. I just, I have the, a good, I, they're a pretty good team right now. There was a, I don't remember. Oh, you know what? I might, I might have been, I might be stealing this from like a, a Bill Simmons podcast. But he had like the, a, he had a question that he put to to his guest, and it's like, you know, one of these old quarterbacks is going to fall off. Like they fall off hard. You know, like where Manning couldn't throw. Like they when they hit right. the wall, they hit it hard. And we've got Breeze and Brady and even Rogers and and like there's guys that like one of these guys may just fall off <laughs> so it'll be interesting breeze looked them at the end of last year breeze looked the most likely to although brady wasn't very far behind neither right. one of them finished the year very strong but they both know how to make open throw you know hit hit the guys and i mean they're still they're smart and it'll be interesting i think the bucks are sneaky because their defense is really good people didn't realize it because they were on the field all the time with those 30 interceptions um, but <laughs> no, they have, that's, that's the thing. Like, I mean, their, their defense is good and they, they drafted some good players too. Like I, I think, you know, and then they got, you know, on off they're stacked on offense. If Brady is just, you know, now Mike, Mike, Evans is, Mike Evans is a game time decision. He had a, an injury. I think today it happened or, or yesterday or early, like just sort of was late in the week. Yeah. Um, I I'll probably go with the Saints until I see the Bucks, right? Without a preseason, I have no idea what what's going to happen there. So Yeah, I'm not like I said, I I'm not taking the Bucks. I just uh, I I think they're going to be a good team this year, but I I I'm I guess I'm going with the Saints, although you know, like like I said, and I agree. I, I one of them is going to one of them is going to fall off this year. Hey, okay, here's a question for you. <clears throat> do you By all want, means. do you want break would you we don't like Brady. He was mean to us. And we don't <laughs> like Belichick because he was mean to us and he still wants to be mean to us. So would you rather see Brady succeed without Belichick that makes Belichick look bad, but then we still have to deal with Tom Brady? Like, what do you... What, in, forgetting, like, 
what you want sports teams to do inside your dark little heart. What what do you want to see happen to Tom Brady? Like, what do you want to Tom Brady to be this year? I, I really have no like my my hatred of Tom Brady has has dissipated. Like, I I don't wish him any ill will. It's kinda, almost when Manning went to the to the Broncos, I kind of felt the same. I hated Manning with the Colts. I I, I always hated Manning only because I felt I, he when he was went to the Broncos, I just suddenly I just I stopped caring. Like I, I didn't really like the first year. I I didn't care for him as much, but ultimately it it softened. With Brady, it's already the same way. So, I mean, I'm uh, never going. I don't think I can ever root for Brady, but I kind of want him to have a like a, a couple of good years with the Bucks, just so because if, just he, to if stick he's it to Belichick, yeah, yeah. If, he, if he sucks there, oh my god, it's just going to be more smoke up Belichick's ass, and I don't think I can take that. Yeah, no, no, no. Uh, uh, there's, uh, I'm already at my level. Like I think we've already had this conversation before in the past. Like I, I can't. There's nothing that could happen. Like they could, they could win five more Super Bowls. It doesn't matter. Like I'm not going to hate them any more than I already do. Like I couldn't possibly hate them any more than I do. True. But who do you hate more? I actually hate the Jets more than any. Anything. No, I mean between Belichick and Brady. Oh, well now Belichick. Right. Yeah. All right. Next game, Dallas Cowboys at the Los Angeles Rams in their brand new stadium, which is probably it's going to be empty, I think. Right? It will be empty. So um, I like Dallas this year. I like Dallas in this game. Uh, I love we, we talked about the Rams a little bit earlier um, when we were doing our Dolphins preview. I don't uh, I, I think the Rams are six to eight win team. I think the Cowboys are, are a 10 to 12 win team. So I will take the Cowboys here. I want to lean towards the Rams only because so many people are on Dallas. They're they're almost like the NFC Buffalo, the NFC Bills because they're like they I, I get it on paper, but there always seems to be some. Well, they got rid of, but they got rid of the coach and they got a. They have a semi competent coach now, which is a huge upgrade. Better than an incompetent coach, which is <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mike McCarthy's a huge upgrade. That's insane. Um, yeah, that is it really is. But yeah, they they should be better, and they and they are a better team than the Rams. Yeah, yeah, I would go with the Cowboys. I'm with you. All right, next one: Pittsburgh Steelers at New York Giants. Pittsburgh uh, get uh, giving five and a half. That is not enough points, even for the Sun. Yeah, the, the Giants Sunday are bad, game. but also, I mean, Roethlisberger's another one that could fall off the cliff. Like that dude is old. Yeah, he <laughs> should, he he meant to be in the. I forgot. I forgot to add him and Rivers. And like a couple of he's guys. He's taking that a list. pounding too. He's coming off off an injury. I know, I, but that team almost made the playoffs with with like Duck Hodges and whoever the other guy was. I mean, that like he is much better <laughs> even old than what they had and their defense Giants is, is could be good. sneaky good on offense this year though maybe i don't know i know I like, but I, the Steelers. I know I, I i do agree i think the giants will be a sneaky offense at least for fantasy in some cases like streamable players you know obviously outside of barkley who's a who's a must play but um like jones isn't awful possibly like he might actually be okay but to me, five and a half, I, I, I thought I, this line should have been, I would think this line would be seven or. All right. Ryan Tannehill and the Tennessee Titans at the Denver Broncos. Titans giving two and a half. Yeah, I like the Titans. Yeah, I think the Broncos could, it will, could be like a sneaky offense like the Giants. But I did see Cortland's, Cortland Sutlin. Uh, tequila. <laughs> Cortland, Cortland Sutton. Sutton. Yeah, I know it's late Thank and you. now you're drunk, so, <laughs> so um, you're not. 
Yeah, not not good with name. I'm not good with names anyway. I just <laughs> I see, I see them, but I don't say them. Um, but right. he, he actually no, he, he's getting an MRI on his shoulder. Like he he hurt himself in practice today, Thursday, yesterday. For you folks listening, so he might not. He he's a game time decision now. So that's a, that's a huge blow to the Broncos. Um, okay, but I, is, I like the Titans the last beforehand. Game on Monday night. So that is that is the last game of Week One. What what is this Bengals Browns game? So that is the next Thursday night game because the Browns are playing the Ravens. Remember? Oh, yeah, you're right. Interesting. Yeah, I was wondering too, but they're, they're, they're already playing. Yeah, they're, they're, that's the next Thursday game. Gotcha. It's telling us to, it's telling us it's time to stop. True, but we did. Uh, it is it is around that time. Um, did we? Take- well, we need to do a break, and then we need to come back, and we need to do fantasy camp, and then we could end for good. All right, perfect. All right, buddy. Everybody listening, we'll be right back. Welcome back, faithful listeners. Now it is time for what was definitely our favorite part of last season, the uh, Miami Dolphins fantasy camp. Hey, Rob. Miami Dolphins. So... For those of you that might be new to the podcast, Fantasy Camp is a fun game that Rob and I decided to start playing last year where we draft two fantasy teams comprised entirely of terrible Miami Dolphins players, although this year they should they should be better. Um, so it should be it should be a, a better game this year. Last year uh, I ended up winning and we, we tally up the points and see uh, to see who gets the most fantasy points. It's all the skill position players, so wide receivers, running backs, tight ends. Uh, One running and- back each. Uh, two wide receivers each and one tight end each. And one tight end. Do you want to start throwing a this is I'm just throwing this out later. We haven't talked about this yet. Do you want to throw in a defensive player? Oh. Spice it up a little bit. Sure. Well, All right. what's so one the, defensive uh, player each, because we're we're excited about the about the new defense. Are are we just doing like interceptions, sacks, touchdowns? Like yeah, are, are so let's do tackles? yeah. I guess we got to come up with the scoring because that's going <laughs> to influence who we're drafting. Um, sacks, fumble recoveries, interceptions. What about force fumbles? Just the recoveries. Force fumbles too. Force fumbles as well. Okay, so I'm just going to make a note here. So one sack, a sack is a point, right? Sack is a point. Interception is a point. Is a force fumble a point and a fumble recovery a point? Yes. All right, I like that. Interception, obviously a touchdown. A touchdown. Six, six points. And now what about tackles? Do we want to do like nah. quarter point for a tackle or something? Uh, do you? I think that's a little, I think that's too much. <laughs> really too much for fantasy games? Well, <laughs> do you, I mean, do you, uh, do you want to do that? Do you want to, we want to calculate how much, how many points do you want to get for a tackle? A quarter. Quarter of a point per tackle. Half. It doesn't matter half. since it's the same. Half point tackle. Half point per tackle. Okay. Okay. That's going to change things up a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Only because, uh, you know, the other ones sometimes are fluky, but like, you know. Well, it, but, just, it makes Jerome Baker very, very valuable. Right. True. And, and, and Landon Roberts as well. Cool. Yeah. They, I agree. The other ones are kind of fluky. Do you want Sa- Do you want it to make it more quarter, quarter point? It's easy to calculate. So yeah, let's do quarter point. Quarter point. That was that was my first my first gut was like quarter point. And yeah, I, let's do quarter point. Okay, 
So um, we had decided off air that since I won last year, I get the choice whether I want to pick first or second. Well, so first, being what, first week of this. Before that, you have to choose your name because Chosen Rosens doesn't sound doesn't doesn't really work anymore. Oh, you're the uh, you're the Fitz, you're keeping the Fitz Magics. Nope, I you the you as the winner, you get to choose your own name. Oh man, I got it's got to be something with Tua. Um, come back to me. I'll pick. I'll have a name picked by next week. I don't want to. Do, I don't want to ponder this on the air. It's going to take too long. If, good enough. I'll just call you Tua for now. I actually don't have my names either. Call so. me Football Team. Football like Team. I'll stick with Fitz. <laughs> I'll Fitz stick with Fitz Magics for now. But I'll I'll come up with a new team too. Okay. Okay. All right. So I am going to defer the first week because I think we have absolutely no idea who's going to be good and who's going to be bad. So that means by next week, I should have a better idea when I get to pick first, then I'll know which of the players to pick first. So All right. I'll let you pick first this week. I'm taking Parker. The safe bet. Okay. Um, I'm going to take... We're doing... It's PPR too, right? It's... Uh, yeah, it's, it's the same as the Yahoo. So it's 15 points for receiving, yep. but 10 for oh, rushing. Oh, just like PPR. our league. Yeah, right, yeah. right, right. Okay, cool. Um, I'm going to go with Preston Williams then. All right. Now I can, we do the snake, right? Now it's your turn. Yep. No, it's oh, not no, a, I, that's right. No, I get to pick twice. Right. And then I pick twice. Yeah. It's a snake yep. draft. Preston Williams and. Whew, um, Mike Gusecki. Yeah. Those were the, that's what you have to do. That's what worked last year, but we actually have running backs that matter this year. Yeah, I know, but I don't know which one, so I'm so exactly. I so I don't have to pick them yet. So I I'll have to take uh, Grant. And oh yeah, I'm on the oh I'm on the turn. Oh, dude, right? Ooh, the defensive player. I'm gonna take Van Oy. Okay, you're gonna go your defensive player now. Okay. Yeah, I don't know what I'm doing. That's a new wrinkle. You just added that to me. That's. What is it? Just a capital N? I don't know how he spells that. He's got a weird name, isn't it? V A N and then N O Y. I think it's Van Noy. Oh, but is does it recapitalize one of those ends? I feel like. I think so. That's what was throwing me. All right. So what do you so got? If I was, if I could, I would draft two running backs here, but I can't. So no, uh, I would not have. I would not have left it if you could. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> um. I'll go with uh Balage. <laughs> Sorry. Oh. oh. <laughs> I'm going to go with Jordan Howard. And then I guess uh oh, I wrote Joward. <laughs> oh man. Can you tell can you tell we had a 2 hour break in between? Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> so, you do get to finish you do get one one more it doesn't really matter because uh, because well, it's a defensive player, right? So I'm going to take Jerome Baker. But you need you you don't have your other. Oh, I need. Oh, you also need your you need your other wide receiver. Um, oh right, yeah yeah yeah. Um, I, okay, I guess it doesn't. I guess I can just finish because <laughs> you're not taking another wide receiver. Right, and I and I so I I get I get Smythe and 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 Brita and Brita. Yeah, so I'll do. Um, yeah, so I'll do Baker as my defensive player, and then uh, my other wide receiver. 
uh, will be Isaiah Ford. Uh, what am I doing? Oh, I think I'm going to smoke you this week. So you got Williams, Gasecki, Howard, Ford, and Baker. And Baker. Why do I? Oh, why do I have an extra thing? Oh my God. Smythe or Brita on your team? Yeah. On mine yet? Yeah. yeah, but I have the the. So this is fun, and this a couple of weeks. My thing. I was actually going to think of. I was going to ask you if you wanted to ditch the tight end and make the second wide receiver a flex. That's a wide receiver tight end flex only because Gasicki might end up being a huge advantage. Like um, he was last year. Uh, yeah, kind of. So, but, but let's see who knows. Um, no, that's fine. I think, I think I'm, I'm open to doing that. Let's make the decision next week. I mean, I'm I'm even fine with going the quarter, like go the four weeks, because who the hell knows? You know, who knows what's going to happen? Okay, boy, if anyone is still listening to this podcast, kudos to you. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Oh, Brita, I forgot to type him in. This is uh, this is this is brought to you by Tequila. We'll be we'll be way more buttoned up next week. We promise. Give us cut us some slack. It's been quite a few months, and there's been a lot of you know pandemic, and I'm in California, so lots of fires. To uh, to distract us from things. Fantasy uh, camp is fun. This is uh, we'll be better at it. You you should have throwing the defensive player would have been better in an email like this afternoon, and then I would have I wouldn't have been so flustered. Understand. I I, I take full responsibility for the the absolute mess that this uh, <laughs> that this that this segment has become. But uh, anyhow, so um, that's gonna wrap up the podcast for this. We've been a little longer than we normally are. I, I do promise we will be more buttoned up next week. I hope you stuck through. I, I, I hope you are, are sticking with us and glad that we're back. We're happy to be back. It was great to see football tonight. And um, I think it's going to be a fun year, a lot more fun than last year. That's for sure. Can I, can I just complain for a second? Absolutely. So I'm in too many league, fantasy leagues, like most people. I'm in four. In two of those leagues, I reached, or not reached, but I, I went off of the rankings and took uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire earlier than most would take him, and he had a fine game. But yeah, he was a monster tonight. But he had there were three drives where he was stuffed on the goal line. He could have had three more touchdowns. He should have had four touchdowns. <laughs> well, he's like he's like Maurice Jones-Drew's height with like he's, like. He reminded me very much of him because, well, he had some power. He knocked over some guys, but on those goal line stands, he, he was hit by Watt uh, more than once. So, so that yeah, kinda... he's not. I don't. He's not going to be a. He's not a goal line guy. I, even that that offense. Yeah, I mean, he's going to be fine for you though. No, he'll, he'll get touchdowns. He got a touchdown tonight, didn't he? Yeah, but it, but it was from twenty-seven yards out. He, there were three other times where they gave him one or two cracks at like. Go like one to go at the goal line, and he didn't get them. I think if you drafted him, you'd be you should be happy. I'm so fine. I, I, I was, would have been happier with eighteen more points. Sure, in our league, in our league, I was. Did you get him in our league too? No, I, I got. I actually was second, and I, I wasn't taking him that early. Right, so you went Barkley, Barkley, not Elliot. I was. Um, I was shocked that Camaro was there when I was. I was picking sixth in our league, which is a PPR league, and uh, and I got Camaro. So. I was pretty happy with that. Yeah, that's not bad. I mean, it's six in a PPR league. I was like ecstatic that he was still there. No, I, I got gotcha. you. 
we'll see. I mean, time will tell. And then my, my other team is, or is my work league, which is an auction draft with 16 teams. Um, I had Kelsey who got me, got me the touchdown tonight. And, uh, um, uh, well, I had Brandon cooks as my, he's my second wide receiver. Wow. Um, well, 16 teams, but still. Yeah, he did not do. He was, he was not very good. I mean, I, ha- I have, I have him in one league, but he's buried on the bench. Yeah. So I have, uh, I got Preston Williams in, in that, in that 16 team auction draft. So I was, uh, pretty happy with that. I got Preston Williams for super cheap. Um, one of the, PPR, so yeah, one of the leagues I'm in is a 10 team. That's, that's bizarre. I'm like, my team's great. And I'm looking, I'm like, everyone's team is great. That's the, that's, that's our league now is, is 10. Oh, teams. That's, that's oh so are. no, I guess I'm in two 10 team leagues and one, one 12. And then, the, and then I'm in a 16 team also. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Uh, I know somebody that's in an eight team league. <laughs> oh wow! So what's, everybody gets everybody gets Alvin Kamara. <laughs> actually, what's what's <laughs> you get a Kamara? You get a Kamara. What's what's actually fun? I don't know if it's fun. I'll find out. But the for the you know a lot of the leagues were like waiting till the last minute to say like, hey, should we do this? The sixteen team league, we decided we're like, you know what? Let's just do best ball because we don't know what the hell's going to go on this season with people being. Uh, injured or whatever so it's basically you don't set a lineup you're the best players on your team is your lineup so if oh that's yeah. nice yeah so it's it's but but it makes you draft differently you you then go for like like you might put a a hardman like on kansas city is more valuable than someone else because you know he's going to explode for three games but you get him for those three games and right, when he counts, doesn't you don't yeah. right so but that's we also have weirdly weird rules in that league because of 16 teams. Everybody must draft two quarterbacks, but you end up, it, you, you get the team, you get the quarterback team, almost like a defense. So, right. Yeah. We, I've, I've, I've heard of that rule. I'm not, right. I'm not a fan. I'm not a I, fan because I used to draft three quarterbacks. I would draft <laughs> late. I would draft three quarterbacks, you know, three, you would, well, yeah, of course. Cause for trading trips or whatever, but, um, but of course, I I waited for my second quarterback, so I've got Fitz. Because if if he plays the whole year, I mean he's going to put up monster games in best ball. <laughs> I'm I, like, I I'm think so. Happy. I mean, I, like like I said, I like I, I don't see as we talked about at the beginning of the show. I don't see uh, I don't see Tua getting a lot of play this year unless unless the wheels like just completely fall off this team, which I, I don't think is going to happen. Right. But even so, like you're you're not draft. You don't have to draft Fitz, but in a league like this, you do. And when he explodes, I'll you know. I'll get him if he does better than I think I actually have like Matt Ryan as the other quarterback. So I'm pretty good. Yeah, there. I did pretty well with my quarterbacks this year. I got uh, in our in our 10 team league. I ended up with uh, Kyler Murray and uh, my very last draft pick was Cam- I took a flyer on Cam Newton. And then in uh, my work league, I ended up with uh, with Russell Wilson on the uh, on the auction. I got him. Got him. I was surprised I got him pretty cheap. Yeah, I wait. I usually wait on quarterback. One, one. I got Matthew Stafford as like, you know, the last starting quarterback. Um, I normally do two. I just no, no I, Murray. Murray, I would take in the fifth, but he was usually gone when I got around to him. I like. I, I like. Yeah. I think Murray has a t- chance to be like, you know, top three. So, and he he could he could have a huge special year. So yeah, I, I'm Wilson. I, I think Wilson's also going to be a pretty safe bet as well. Um, yeah. I, I I really do like that Seahawks team this year. That some of the moves they made and uh, 
Uh, they're, they're on the on offense. They're they've got some good players. The, they've got a good offensive line now. They they traditionally have kind of had kind of suspect offensive lines, and they've got some good offensive linemen, and they they have some some good uh, wide receivers. I think Metcalf's going to be a, a a good player for them. And uh, Josh Gordon, I think, is coming back again. Oh, that so. doesn't matter. <laughs> but they they have some uh, they have some good running backs as well. Carlos Hyde and Chris Carson and uh, Rashad Penny. I think I think they'll be a, a pretty pretty good team on offense this year. So, changing gears, have you started season two of the boys? I have actually. I've, I've watched all three episodes. I hate how they're doing. I they're know. not doing everything at once. I hate that. I, I saw somebody had a good point. I have no idea if it's true, but it could be that like you know the the post production stuff is taking much longer with everybody working from home, you know, and stuff that they might have been like, well, we've got these three and we can knock these out later, as opposed to you know they they probably they're not they might not be finished. Maybe HBO did something similar with that Raised by Wolves though. They they released the first three. Did you start that? I haven't yet. I honestly I started Lovecraft Country last night, but I was. Uh, um, partaking a little bit too much in the uh, <laughs> the uh, some of the things that are legal out here that aren't legal in other places, and gotcha. I just I couldn't follow it. <laughs> so I'm gonna try Lovecraft Country again. I hear that's very good. Yeah, I want to watch. I want to watch both of those. Did you watch Perry Mason? I haven't yet. So this is another thing that happened. So I have a Roku in my bedroom, and I, I like usually when I watch TV, it's at night. I'm watching Roku. Oh, you can't watch it on the. Uh, I can't. You can't watch HBO. You can't watch HBO. I know. On Roku I have. Anymore, I have. To, I have to put it on the. I have to cast it from my phone to a to a Chromecast. But yeah, I was going to buy a Chromecast to get around it, but I still I have my PlayStation in the in the living room, so I've been oh, when gotcha. I watch HBO shows, I have to watch them out there now, which is. Re- just the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. That 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 was annoyed. That really annoyed me. Well, yeah, when that happened, because I'm the. Same but I have I started uh, Black Sails on Hulu, which uh, is a, a a show that was on Stars. It's about pirates. It's uh, it's excellent. Is it good? I remember. I remember when it when it was out. I went. I went. Uh, it's an old, older show. I think it was originally on Netflix. Well, it was a BBC show, but originally came here on Netflix. But did you ever watch the uh, Dirk Gently, Holistic no. Detective? It's based on the uh, Douglas Adams, the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy guy. He like oh, he wrote, very cool. He wrote what a couple was, books. It called again? Dirk Gently's Holistic Detective Agency. So it's it's is very it bizarre. On, it's on Hulu. It's on Hulu right now. It's real. It's only two seasons, and I don't think they're gonna. Then there's no third, but it's really good. Yeah. So Black Sales was so good, it made me spend the extra whatever five dollars a month to get the premium, so I don't have to watch the commercials. <laughs> nice. So yeah, so I will be uh, watching some more Hulu now because I, I couldn't. I had a very hard time watching shows on Hulu because of the commercials. But I, now, I uh, pay for the the Hulu Hulu a long time ago. I was just like, I'm I I can afford four more dollars. I'm like I'm not doing. This. I don't know why I was so against it. Like I just because <laughs> you're already paying. You're like I'm already paying you. Why are you showing me ads? But yeah, right. Yeah, but whatever. I paid the extra money, so now I don't have the uh, I don't have the ads. So, uh, but yeah, no, I would I would recommend Black Sales. It's good. It's fit the uh, the Game of Thrones itch a little bit more than uh, some of the other ones that I tried. Witcher was not good. Um, I wa- it was okay. It wasn't. It wasn't good. Um, I have I had played one of the games, so I had a little more understanding. But the the show is completely out of time, and they don't really tell you that like yeah, this one episode is thirty years before. All of a sudden, you're like. 
wait, who is that person? That person's dead, or that person's a baby. Like, what is going on? So yeah, it, I didn't it was like the set follow. pieces either. Like, it just didn't. It didn't like I like what I really what I realized that what I really enjoyed about Game of Thrones was like the the locations that they Oops. shot at, and, and Witcher didn't have any of that. It just felt fake and like like a sci fi show, not not like a wait. It felt fake. What's that? It felt fake. Like, well, like it know, wasn't like, real. Game of Thrones like had that like like that like it looked real. You know what I mean? I know. It it wasn't. Don't. It's not supposed to be Game of Thrones. It's going to actually end well. <laughs> and then the but the uh, conversely, cursed was very good. Did you watch that? No, I isn't. I thought that. I thought that if that's what I'm thinking of, I thought that looked dumb. Was it good? It was, it was surprisingly good. So it was based on a Frank Frank Miller novel. Comic graphic novel. Um, uh, it's about uh, the Lady in the Lake and like King Arthur and oh uh, no, that's, yeah, that's not what I was. Merlin's in it. Yeah, it's it was very well done. It's very very violent. It's I liked it more than Witcher. Like I like I liked it way more than Witcher. no. Like Witcher wasn't great, but I enjoyed it. it. This I think you'll like Cursed if you can get like the first episode's a little kind of strange but then like what's it's like more it's more fantasy you know because it's there's you know it's it's just more fantasy stuff so there's like you know well there's fairies and like the villains in the show or like it's like like the catholic church is like the villains and they're like they're hunting down all these people that can do magic and they're trying to kill them like bring them to justice it's like very very violent um but uh and it's like and it's frank frank miller so visually it's it's kind of cool you know like how they did like sin city right like it's some aspects of that in it um the fight sequences are good um yeah it's the acting's better i think than the witcher um the writing was definitely better yeah i liked i liked it more i've i've spent my quarantine going full-on nerd i've uh i've oh then you'll like cursed i've 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 basically i just started reading I, i i just started reading a bunch and i'm like well i've got nothing but time so when it first started i read dune which led to reading all six of the books written by uh, the guy before he died. I didn't read the ones by his kid because I heard they were terrible. So I read the six Dune books, and now I am reading something called The Wheel of Time, which is 14 books. And that guy actually did die after 12 books, and somebody else finished them. But they're done, and they're finished. And it's. I would like to. I would like to read Dune. So I the the preview. Did you see the trailer? I'm assuming. I I obviously did. Yes. It looks amazing. So I was never like I. I only watched the movie, like the original movie. Like yeah, that doesn't count. Like it's 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 not good. No, (laughs) but the story is good. Like I like I I can see where it would be good. The trailer for the new movie looks excellent. What was the only thing I thought was weird was that the music was strange, um, in the trailer. Um, like it was too contemporary too and not well, like I was picturing like, I just music. watched a bunch of trailers, but that was the one where it was like a, it was like a Pink Floyd's cover, like with like the slow, the typical slow down girl singing. Uh, right. Yeah. It was Floyd like, song. it was contemporary. Like yeah. I was, I was expecting it to be more like, you know, like sci-fi like stuff, yeah. like the, like the music from Blade Runner, like a, or like a, like a Hans Zimmer type of soundtrack. Or yeah. Something. Yeah. Um, I, I agree. The music, the, the music does throw off. That was, uh, Rebecca had a problem with the uh, the music for the Perry Mason because it was like you know set in like the twenties or something and it wasn't like 
but the music wasn't. <laughs> you know, it's like yeah, it's I don't weird. like what. Yeah, I don't like that. Like, it, like make it like make it fitting. Yeah, like the, it takes you out of it. Yeah. So, well, <laughs> once again, kudos to you guys if you stuck around to listen to all of this babbling. But, uh, but Rob, this this was really good. It was good to get uh, back in the saddle and and get these recorded. We are super excited for for this season of Miami Dolphins football. Oh my god, I can't believe we waited till the end when nobody's listening anymore. But will you please give them the, our Twitter and our email? We we want to actually do it this season. We want to be we want to involve you. We're terrible at, at tweeting and we're terrible at reading our emails, but we want to we want to involve you guys, you know, ask I some do questions. promise if you ever write us an email or send us or send us a, a DM on Twitter, uh, I do respond. So, um it's our Twitter is at T blowhole. Um, and then what's our email again? Uh, blow the blowhole radio or blowhole radio. You're supposed to, I have Hold things. on, hold on, hold on. I'm going to pull it up right now. Keep talking, Rob, while I pull it All up. right. So like we said, it's a new season. Uh, obviously like, and subscribe to all the, the Finsider, uh, network stuff. Give the, give the five stars and, uh, and, oh, you're bad at this. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> the email is the blowhole radio at gmail.com. All one word, all lowercase. Oh, stop it. <laughs> so the blowhole radio at gmail.com and Twitter is at T blowhole. Yes. And we're going to try. We're really going to try. We are definitely doing it this year. And I will, we'll make show notes for next week and we'll have a whole section that's social media and, and email related so we can interact with our 12 listeners a lot more this year. We promise you guys. We hope you stuck around. We miss you. We're glad to be back. Go Dolphins. Go Dolphins.